everybody. Welcome to, you know what? I gotta call it a special episode of How Did This Happen. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it see how easy it is to. It's so easy. <laughs> Forget what podcast this is. Uh, this is I Want You to Watch This. And this is a very special episode of I Want You to Watch This because it's special because, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, just. We shocked ourselves by uh, actually reviewing this movie. We didn't plan on reviewing Wonder Woman, so this is going back into our summer blockbuster ongoing series. Well, I feel like we're all a little burned out on the superhero thing right now. Like, oh, yeah. As much yeah. as we all love superheroes. And we like already did Guardians of the Galaxy. Are, yeah. It was the last summer blockbuster we did. And so but this I one didn't, was just... It was just so fucking good. This yeah. movie's so good. That and, we, and it's just the fact that they finally did it. They finally did they it. They finally made a good DC movie. Yes. And we're like... All right, I know I derailed us, but let's get back on track and finish uh, yeah, this intro. Anyway, we were, we were <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> it's so, my fault. I'm going to rectify it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we have a lot to yell about. Um... <laughs> So uh, b- before uh, I, we, we start yelling about it further, um, I guess we should just get into uh, introducing this. Or, yeah, let's get into it. Or you could it. introduce us or yourself. I don't know if you've even Holy done Holy shit. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I said, let's get back on track, that was the track that I was referring to, actually. <laughs> I am your host, Dennis. <laughs> I'm with my two co-hosts, Colin and Craig. You've heard from them both. How are you both? I'm good, Dennis. Yeah, Craig will rock in the hizzy. Yeah, Craig will rock. <laughs> Um, I gotta get a cool Twitter nickname like you got. Um, <laughs> the D-Bucks is just so old. It's just, I mean, this is who I am. Yeah, um, that's your identity. Well, yeah, just be you. I mean, we got we got plain old Colin Munch over here, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Colin, I, right now, I'm, I'm Dennis Be Good. <laughs> uh, Dennis Be Quick. Dennis Den- Jump Over the Candlestick. Yep. <laughs> but there, there's a, there's a, um, Evo, or, uh, the Devo song called Johnny Be Good that I've been listening to that's, like, very good, and, that's different than the Chuck Berry song. It is different from the Chuck Berry one, okay. yes. Um, uh, anyways, <laughs> back to Wonder Woman yeah. <laughs> and the summer blockbuster series. Uh, yes, so we decided to uh, do Wonder Woman. Um, and uh, yes, very excited about it. I guess uh, we'll just dive into the synopsis. Uh, thank God it's not very a complicated story. It's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it, it opens up um, on a, what's the island? Well, here, I, I can take this. Yeah, yeah, uh, go ahead, Greg. Yeah. You are our resident are the... comic book expert, so I think we should pass this <laughs> right. I, I, off to you. you just, I could just watch you like be frustrated with me stumbling through it, so <laughs> take it away. Um, yeah, so essentially we start the movie um, kind of in what the present day of the DCEU is, with Diana kind of receiving this picture. Oh, that's right. This whole movie's a flashback. Yeah, with Diana receiving this picture from Bruce Wayne um, of her in a very old black and white picture from World War One. Um, after which point we flash back to prior to that even with um, young Diana being raised on the island of Themyscira. Um, it is an island that was um, essentially created by Zeus as a protection from the outside world um, and is an, a woman, uh, is an island inhabited entirely by women um, known as the Amazons. Uh, so throughout the beginning of this movie, we kind of watch Diana as she grows up we watch her um, have this desire to train and become a warrior and her mother being worried about her uh, discovering her powers and becoming stronger because she believes that the stronger that she becomes, the sooner Ares, the god of war, will find her. Um, but one day, um, essentially after um, Antiope, played by Robin, Robin Wright. Yeah, thank you, Robin Wright. Uh, 
fantastic. Um, so good. Oh, so good. Um, so essentially, she starts training in secret. Her mother discovers this and says, well, if you're going to train her, train her to be the most badass Amazon that's ever existed. Train her harder, you know, stronger than any Amazon that's ever been trained before. Um, so we kind of go through that and flash forward to Diana as a young woman. And um, essentially what happens is a pilot is escaping uh, from a series of ships during World War One and finds his way into Themyscira through the haze and fog that's been created and surrounds the island. Um, and Diana goes to rescue him as he is strapped into his plane that is going down underwater. Um, a few other ships follow him in, and that begins um, essentially an impromptu uh, invasion of Themyscira, which the Amazons uh, fight off but lose uh, a few members, including Antiope, in the process of. Um, so they take um, Chris Pine's character, Steve, Steve Trevor. Steve Captain Kirk. <laughs> yes, Steve Kirk. <laughs> I want to say it's like Trevor, Steve uh, Trevor. He's Captain we Kirk. We can ask the internet while we're doing that, but it's it's Chris Pine. Chris yeah, Pine. Chris, Pine. Chris Pine. Um, yeah, they oh, take. He's great. He's excellent. Yeah. yeah, they take him back, question him, and find out that um, the war to end all wars is happening um, in the outside world, um, which Diana takes as a call to action because Ares, being the god of war, she assumes that he must be responsible for it since her entire life she's been told that one day a war would come that would be the war to end all wars yeah and the whole purpose of the amazons is to defeat Ares. yes yeah so she tries to convince other Am like uh, her mother to allow the amazons to go and her mother says no so diana goes on her own um and essentially steps into the modern world at the time um and is essentially um, completely out of place, is trying to make her way through. She's fairly naive, um, but at the same time, just kind of has this drive to do the right thing, to, um, you know, fight for peace and fight for, um, and, and just to fight for what she believes is right. Um, and so we kind of go through this war. Um, essentially, we find out that um, there is a, um, a doctor, Dr. Poison, and one of the... Is he a colonel? I don't remember if he's a colonel. I think he's or a general. general. And yeah. um, they're essentially planning to unleash this poison gas that is, um, it's yeah, it's one of the most nasty, you know, chemical warfare things that you know comic books it, can imagine. Yeah, like crushes masks. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. it's terrible. Yeah, it, like your gas mask that'll defend you against the mustard gas, which is already a nasty enough thing. Yeah, like won't work. This will just like destroy your mask and you'll like burn alive and die horribly. Inside. Yeah, because it's like hydrogen based instead. Right. Of, yeah, but um, yeah, getting away from the technical aspects of it, um, we go back and um, essentially the fight is to discovers this and. Um, Diana believes that the general, the general to be Ares, um, and we soon find out that um, surprise, they like go get into a fight, and it turns out that she kills him, and it's not him after all. Um, at the end, we find out in the third act that um, the uh, not the general, he's one of the one of um, the British guys who was pushing for an armistice yeah. earlier in the movie. A Ares is one of the British peacekeepers, basically. Yeah, um, but. He's uh, King Einan from Dragonheart. Yep. Yes. Turns out to be the bad guy. Yep. Yeah, he turns out to be Ares. That's right. um, David Thewlis, ah. um, who is Sir Patrick in the movie. Right. Um, Good character and, actor. I've seen him in several things. And yeah. Kind of um, yeah. This character was 
an interesting fit, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah. So third act of the movie, um, yeah, it's it kind of turns into a big CGI blowout of uh, Ares versus Diana. Well, it's revealed um, and, that that Diana that Diana is actually a god. She's yeah. the direct daughter. The, of well, the sword is not the weapon to kill a she god. Is She's the weapon. Yeah, because right. only another only god, god can kill a god. Yes. So yeah, that's the big secret that you know her mother's been keeping from her forever is that yeah she actually is the god and the god killer. Right. Um, Which and, is pretty apparent when you know she puts her hand through stone. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, so like and as, at that at that same time, um, Stephen Trevor. I keep it is Steve Trevor. Okay, Steve Trevor is um, essentially trying to get rid of the last of the gas by flying the plane into the upper stratosphere and exploding it in the air, um, which he accomplishes, which gives her the motivation to, um, you know, give the final push and finally defeat Ares at the end of the movie. And. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and then we cut it's, back it's to him. the present time, which is the the present time of the DC, of the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. She's yep. looking at the picture, and so, it's yeah. because Steve sacrificed himself that she sees like the goodness in humanity, and it was her first love. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It's like uh, she remembered that, or like she realized that Steve told her that she he loved her, and then like that's what she like re- you know recalled from like the previous moment when she had like shell shock and couldn't hear shit yeah i really like, liked oh, yeah. that sequence because yeah, yeah. like in the first part it's just like the ringing in your ears mm-hmm. and you see them talking but you don't hear what's said and then in like kind of a flashback and not even like that much farther in the movie a flashback like 10 find, seconds yeah you find out what was said and it's it's a really cool right reveal. and 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 to extend from that i love like um the how it's like kind of the central core of the movie is just like there's good and evil in everyone like it's just how it's just what you believe in you know is is really like the the core principle of the movie yeah and that's what she says over and over again right. in the movie is like it it matters like what you believe in what yeah. you believe in is like what's most important right and people are people could be douchebags and yeah. roped into you know shit and like even if they are good guys they could still be fucking shitheads and like I don't know. I thought that was a really cool thing because I mean, this story could be taken so black and white, you know, well, and it wasn't. And... Here, here's my first thoughts were because um, a lot of people are are giving this movie. It's this movie has a lot of hype right now, um, and it's at like ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Both critic and audience is like neck and neck ninety two percent. That's great, and I definitely think that this is a very well done comic movie. Um, I don't really think it does anything like special or like spectacular in terms of like being like groundbreaking other than, you know, the fact that we have like a woman character. Other than the the feminism of it. Yeah. Other than, yeah, we have a woman character and we have very strong women characters who are not treated. um, It's never even, you know, really like, oh, look, it's a woman doing this. They do it. Perfect. And and that's what fits so well is because she's like in the scenes in England where she's just in the middle of Edwardian London. And everyone is just like saying, what's that woman even doing in this room? It doesn't even cross her mind yeah. that she shouldn't be there, that this thing. She just gets in there and speaks her mind as of like, what? I'm just here telling you this. Why would it even occur to me that? Yeah. I, and I, I think one scene where that really exists. where that really showed up, where they could have done that extra little push to be like, wink, wink, I'm a woman, was in the No Man's Land scene where... Um, they're like, you can't go. Like, no man can cross that. It's no man's land. And it totally could have been like a scene where, like, 
I am no man. Yeah, oh, like, 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 even they pull from like a like, yeah. from, from like fucking Tolkien, who's yeah. like, which is like the most annoying line for me in all those books. Is just like, is uh, when Ringwraith is like, Isn't no man just in the movie. No, it's in, in the, the fucking books. Is what's amazing is that that's taken verbatim from the books, and it's just like you know, it's like the Ringwraith is like, no man can defeat me, and then what? What's her name? Arrow Marowin or whatever. Arrowin. Arrow Marowin. All the women are named the same in those. They all have the same. They all have the same name. It was, she's, she goes, well, I am no man, and, like, rips off her helmet and, like, her flowing hair or whatever. That's from the fucking book. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking um, about one of them. But, no, but yeah. they totally could have ham-fisted that thing yeah. of, like, I am not a, I am no man. But, right. But, no, it's just, like, oh, I'm just a badass. Right. I'm going to go. And, and before you move on, Craig, I just want to point out my favorite instance of them playing the feminism perfectly is that in other roles where, like, women are badasses, I'm looking at you, Michelle Rodriguez, they're just, like, men and women's bodies is how they're directed and the characters are written and everything you know they they just yeah just one of the boys just one of the yeah. boys you know and they're all they're all ripped and they say shit and slang and all this crap you know whereas Gal Gadot's character as Diana in this movie is just so well done that like she retains her feminism but she's still a fucking badass and and it's shown when they're in London and like uh she's ba- she's begging Steve to be like take me to the war take me to the front line and he's like all right I'll take you to the war and she's like all right to the war and then she sees the baby and she's like Oh, the baby. Well, yeah. She goes and like coos at the baby. She's like, no, 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 no. We gotta go. You know. Yeah. And, like that's great because like it shows that like she like she it re- the character retains her feminism, but it doesn't her, diminish her femininity. Femininity. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but doesn't diminish from her badassness, and well, it's just so fucking perfect. Yeah. She's yeah. She's able to show that strength, but also be vulnerable. And that's one of those things where I was watching this, and I wish that there were more like man superheroes or like more like men male characters just in general that were able to like show this range instead of like this is a perfect example of like how like anti-feminism hurts men as well as women right it's something that like definitely hurts women more but like there's so much that like you know in terms of like how men aren't supposed to look or like act you know in effeminate ways but at the same time, it's like you still have feelings and you still have emotions, but you're just supposed to bottle them up and be a man. And I, and I, then it, and in most movies, like the main character, like if it had been like kind of like a like that same scene with you know the 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 babies or like when she walks into like into the gas and like just like like is like overwhelmed by all of this death, right. like it would have been this like screaming shouting thing for like a male oh, character, yeah. like if like a Vin, yeah. Like if Vinny D showed like any kind of like showed that, yeah, it would be like one fat ass tear that has a fist in it would roll off his face and he would yell to the sky, you know. And that's how he would show emotion. Yeah. But like I, I, agree, I totally agree with you, Craig. But I think it's 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 beginning to turn around, and and, and I point towards a uh, Star Lord's character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he's got a lot of emotion. Yeah. And he's like goofy and quirky, and he's got like some like you know femininity about him you know that's like it's not just straight up muscle ripped masculinity you know oh yeah and, and i can think of like like a few others like um uh, I, I just keep going back to the marvel comic book movies you know that we well they've done a good so job of it and in. i'm not saying that it doesn't exist no. i'm just saying there should definitely be a more. lot there more be right because like, yeah. men have feelings yeah. and men you should like, be able to express their yeah, feelings I, yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a man I'm, I'm fucking straight but I am an emotional bitch you know like, you guys know this you both see me cry so much you know and that's just the facts of life there's people like me all over the place you know yeah. not all men are fucking like 
crazy jock assholes. It's like a what's it? Mitch Hedberg's my favorite bit about that is it's like it's like I'm a dude, and people just assume that I'm into sports because I'm a dude. It's like I enjoy Gatorade, or does that lightning bolt say that I can't? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is one of my personal things. Is like when just men who I don't know assume that I'm into sports because I'm a guy. I'm right. Like, well. <laughs> okay, oh. I, I could sit down and talk to you about Dungeons and Dragons, and you'd know how I feel right now. Right. Right. Or, 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 or kill more girls. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me let's let me get, talk about how let's much gab about some kill more girls. Well, Dean is not one of the best boyfriends. He certainly is a better <laughs> alternative to Jess or Logan. And I'll explain why. <laughs> Although Dean, I don't know, he kind of turned into an asshole later. Oh, in he's the terrible in the end. But, <laughs> um, but I would have loved to have seen. Um, oh, I could have had this entire movie be about the mascara. Like, I could have been totally fine with this movie being about the mascara. And I see, I, I kind I, of disagree. I disagree. I think one of my few problems with this, I think the first act is a little slowly. Was it based. the accents? Well, part of it was the accents, but more of it's a thing of the pacing of the first act. Yeah, I think it, it's just like we get what's going on and then they return to explain it like three more times well yeah like oh don't train diana you can't train diana Uh, yeah like like, that's that drags on for like a long time well yeah and but that's the thing is like if there was like a whole movie devoted to the mascara then obviously that would probably be truncated to fit more for like what actually happens in terms of like the relationships that happen on this island like the fact that like they're like you know there's like how many women on this island of like gods like this is like there it has potential i, I, I it has I could potential see what you're saying, i'm not saying it was necessary i'm just saying i could have watched I, that. I could see what you're saying but i also kind of appreciated how the origin story was compacted into the first act because I, I think the problem and part of our problem with superhero fatigue is we don't need to see origin stories anymore i think we're getting so tired of them remaking origin stories that everybody knows yeah. Or, or just have to go through it, you know? Like, well, and like, I mean... Even if you don't know the character, like, it would be nice to just, like, have some, like... It's like, no, this is the character, have fun, you know? Yeah. As opposed to going slogging through an origin story. Where, But, I mean, Wonder Woman needs it. Like, yeah. She fucking needs it, you know? Because, like, how many people, la- like, actually knew the origin story of Wonder Woman before this? Right. Yeah. Like, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I knew it. I mean, I, knew I that, did. I knew that I, she was an Amazon. <laughs> I knew it thanks to like well, a, and a Superman movie on uh, Channel Two. Of well, and years the ago. thing is, too, her origin story has changed a lot right. as well. Like, it's not. It's, she doesn't have a very solidified origin story. Like, in some stories, it's like, um, um, damn it, why am I forgetting her mother's name? Um, oh. Erwin. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. Eowyn. 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 It's Eowyn. No, it's not. Um, throw more Tolkien names out. God damn it. Now, you're, now I can't remember. Morrowind. Um, anyway, her mother like creates her out of sand, and then it's like... Yeah. And then... Um, in another one, it's like her and Ares, like her Ares is her father. Ah. And then in like another original like origin story, it's like, yeah, Zeus, is like in this one, it's Zeus, which is like one of the more recent ones. Uh-huh. But yeah, her origin story, I can understand like why they did an origin story for her because they need to establish which one they're going with right. for this Diana, yeah. for this Wonder Woman. Isn't even there's, there's one where like she's like, related to superman like she's from krypton or some shit no I, that's super is girl. That just, that's just supergirl i'm thinking of ultimate power which is marvel's take on oh uh, okay oh yeah also they pretty good but fucking um <laughs> um anyways 
Um, Go ahead. Well, so my my problem with uh, like it all taking place on the island of Mascara is um, hey, <laughs> 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 uh, is oh, it, is the no. act? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just, just no. Just I'm gonna have to do a hard shutdown on that. <laughs> I'm anyway, like, nah, no, nah, it, nah, it was the accents were driving me insane. It was, it was like, I can't deal bit. with this like fake ancient Greek accent. If like all these people are just talking to each other, I'm going to go insane by the end of this movie. And thank God it was just only in the open. And like, I could deal with Gal, oh, Gal Gadot. She was just so good. Like her character was just really well done. She's so, the accent didn't bother me after yeah. the initial part. But that's also might just be Gal Gadot's actual like Israeli yeah, accent. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I kind of thought there was a little too much uh, Zack Snyder stank on this movie. Uh, the third act. I think act, they kept it as out for as long as they could, but I definitely felt like a that hint. Third I, act, I only a, smelled a it when Arians got on board. No, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that third act was just like, like. Why is there so much shit in the air? Just, There's so much shit it. in the air. He loves, it, he loves it dusty and like gray and yeah. like black and gray and dusty. That's like Zack Snyder's jam is just so much shit in the air. <laughs> Why Hon- is there so much shit in the air? Honestly, I would have like, I, I just really want like, I just want like the woman power to like come out of Hollywood. Like I want to see like a movie that is like a major movie that is written, directed, like produced. Yeah. Produced yeah. by women. Like this movie was like, it was like directed by Patty Jenkins. And it was like written by three dudes, like produced by right. a dude. Like it was like edited by a dude. It's like everything else was like after her name. Like it was literally like every other name in the major credits was a man. I agree. And I was like, I would have loved to have seen some more like women get on board for this movie or for, for Warner brothers to have allowed some more women to get right. on board with this movie. Right. Um, and they like they lot like they didn't know what they didn't I don't think they expected it to win like or to do this well like from everything I've read they were completely like shocked and now they they're were, like they trying to figure out they did a shitty job with the marketing because they would, didn't have any faith in it yeah so they didn't sink like the amount of money into the marketing that they did into like Batman v Superman Ugh. or like any of these other really really Suicide terrible, Squad disgusting like, yeah. I mean, terrible DC movies <laughs> Suicide Squad I, I is like one of my favorite terrible movies like it shouldn't be something that should have been in theaters <laughs> as long as it was and Batman v Superman is one of my most hated terrible movies yeah, yeah. I can't even enjoy that ironically like Suicide Squad is like haha this is a loose conglomeration of things put to film yeah it's a series of things happening and batman v superman was like a fuck you to my childhood like, yeah batman v superman ju- i was so angry during the entire thing that i just like uh, see i think craig and i got high enough where we couldn't get that angry about it, it was yeah just like, <laughs> well and plus we like literally went in like this is gonna be the trashiest Terrible. piece of yeah. shit that I'm we've sure ever Colin seen. Did too. And then it was like, oh, I went in, oh, I went in knowing it was gonna be terrible. Be. But then when Batman is just indiscriminately mowing dudes down with machine guns, I'm like, fuck you, movie. It, it was so much fuck you, movie. <laughs> like, uh, but back to yeah, I wish back to this good movie. I, back to this good movie. Uh, yes, I, I wish I wish this movie was done with nothing but women. Uh, you know, from the production and writing and and you know that whole side of things. I also wish we had a woman here right now yeah. <laughs> to help us. Well, exactly. This movie. Well, you I want tried... this to be fully done by women? How dare you? I'm still mad that they had a women-only screening. Right. Oh, God. If that's what you're bitching about, your life is good. You know? Yeah, exactly. you got nothing you're... to complain about. If that's really like, oh... So one was it one movie theater it wasn't even like a nationwide no event. it was it one was theater for one showing a single screening yeah. yeah it was a single screening that was women only and 
dudes on Twitter are like there are golf courses shit. that are men only period <laughs> it's not like one game is like men only it's like the whole fucking place you can't have women on you know like it, and this is what we're bitching about like yeah. what yeah. the fuck guys like fuck you for having dicks between your legs you're making an insult to me you know yeah Ugh. well and that's one thing too is you know we hear over and over again especially from the neckbeards of like oh all these movies are just the same they all end up the same it's always the same and it's like well, how about we mix it up and actually get some different people making these movies then? Like, how about we stop giving Zack Snyder some, like, about all these DC movies and, like, give a mo- like give more movies to Patty Jenkins? Or, like, right. you know, like, how about we, like, allow, like, different types of people to make these movies and interpret them, like, with their lens and then see what comes of it? Because, hell, this turned out pretty damn good. And it was a, sh- it was a pretty much a straightforward, like, perfect superhero movie like in terms of like like the pacing of it i felt was really well done the story was extremely well done the dialogue was well done like everything about this was just like it this is a comic book movie yeah it had more humor in it than any dc movie to date yeah like this movie actually was really funny and like all these Zack snyder vehicles are so dour and so depressing cullen you're neglecting george clooney's batman which is (laughs) one of the best comedies (laughs) of all time well when i talk about the dc movies i'm talking about the dc cinematic universe i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying we're going back to the schumacher movies yeah (laughs) everyone knows those were a joke like it's not when i say they made a good dc movie they in, in this universe right, because right. the the nolan batmans are good nolan batmans are good yeah. they're not funny no, but, but no yeah. <laughs> they are very well done um uh i would like to touch because addition like on the humor of it and things like that in addition to the scene where she's walking out and she's oh the babies and she coos at the babies i loved the little joke with the ice cream where they like get the ice cream oh, and yeah. she turns to the person and say you should be so proud <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That was so cute. Oh my god, I loved it. She was amazing in this movie. Well, um, and like, I like my favorite thing about it was like the feeling that like she's a fucking badass. Like she I, is a real badass. Like, she was in like the Israeli army and everything. Well, yeah, I mean, like in real life, she's a, Gal Gadot is a badass. But like, I'm saying like, like this is the first time where I saw like a woman like badass in a movie where I was like. I kind of want to look like her, like, doing that shit, you know? <laughs> like, like you know, you do, and, like, as a dude, like, you know, you kind of, like, when you're watching, like, you know, some stupid action movie, it's like, Well, it's like yeah. the Black Widow thing, where it's, like, every time it's, like, the, the wrap around the neck example, thing, you know? Perfect example. Like, like, I, like, Black Widow's a ridiculous women badass, you know? Like, she's so feminine in leather suit and everything. Whereas, like, Gal Gadot's, like, bursting through fucking walls and, like, kicking ass, you know? And, like, it's just so... She looks so cool doing it, you know? She doesn't look sexy doing it. She looks fucking... She looks awesome. Kick ass doing it. It's not that she looks hot. It's that she's a badass. Yeah. And and to that point, one of the things that I always thought was kind of dumb about Wonder Woman when I was a kid was the lasso of truth. I'm like, oh, what a silly thing. But in this movie, when she's fighting with that lasso, it's so badass! Oh, yeah, you need to (laughs) watch... so cool and i'm like i want to fight with a lasso and like throw dudes all over the place (laughs) (laughs) well yeah no you got to watch like some of the animated dc stuff like because wonder woman in that is like that's the type of that's the wonder woman they pulled yeah from was like they like like i said they straight up pulled her from the comic books pulled her from the cartoons like which are you know more closely you know tacked onto the comic books yeah and so they pulled her out of this and just turned her into a live action 
character in the best way. Like they did it fantastically. Yep. And I thought, you know, in spite, there were some like weird kind of CG moments, but yeah. you know, like it, they, the way that they were used, like made sense. It wasn't like overboard where, you know, like looking at like the justice league trailer, it's like, why is this entire world made up of CG? It was like, Okay, these are moments where it's like, okay, if she's going to be, like, jumping through a building, you know, it's going to be a CG because, you know, we can't throw a human being through a brick yeah. wall. <laughs> well, <laughs> or, like, the lasso is like, yeah, we have to, like, do this because there's no way we can even trick rope this into happening. Right. <laughs> well, are you guys ready for me to uh, explain to you why she's even more badass? Yes. Gal Gadot was pregnant during the filming of this movie. Oh, yeah. Wow. Gal Gadot was five months pregnant while she was making this movie. There were even portions of the of filming where they had to make a new costume where the stomach panel of the costume was removed and replaced with green fabric so they could CGI out her baby bump. <laughs> wow. What Damn. a badass. Yeah. She's so cool. I follow her on Twitter and she's like, she's just awesome and hilarious and just like so sweet and cool. Um, um So... Did you guys pick up on the Ares thing at all, or was that like a total surprise to you? Oh, that Ares was the was the, Sir Patrick was Sir Patrick. I like, I knew it wasn't going to be the general. I knew it was going to be the general. I thought it was going to be the uh, Doctor Poison. I thought it was going to be the woman. Yeah, I thought it was going to be oh, that. Okay. I certainly wasn't surprised when it was revealed to be Sir Patrick, but I was like. I didn't see it coming. Oh no! The second it came on screen, I got like that Law and Order syndrome, you know, where it's like. This character doesn't need to be such a high-profile celebrity, but he is. So uh, there's a lot more yeah. happening with him, so and I'm like, pretty sure I know what it is. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's the bad guy from Dragonheart. I wonder if he's going to be the bad guy in this movie. Little does our audience know, but Craig is the biggest Dragonheart fan of all time. <laughs> and, and he's just been waiting for this character to return. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why his, his radar was yeah, out. No, I he also he... loves um, who is he in Harry Potter? He's um, uh, Lupus. Professor Lupin. Lupin. Yeah, yeah. Remus Lupin. Yeah, that's right. That's where I love him from. Well, yeah, you, you can't <laughs> shut up about Professor Lupin and um, yeah, and Dragonheart. It's just, I've seen your room. It's <laughs> yeah, nothing but dragons he's got, in like, Harry a, Potter. An XOXO King Einan poster. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's very bizarre. And you dress up as King Einan like every year for Halloween, which is just, I mean, props to you. I don't think anyone really knows. Oh well, yeah. I mean, and speaking of dressing up, I mean, wow, Dennis, you went all out. You got those prosthetics, like, gotta use the prosthetics. Like, gotta use the prosthetics. And, like, what, way to go with the Wonder Woman costume. Thank like, you. I just, like. Thank you. I mean, I gotta say, I'm feeling a little hot and bothered over here. With a little <laughs> skirt on. I mean, well, and whoa. that's interesting because you're a gay man, so like, you're, I know you're being it's like to I'm... Dennis as Wonder Woman. You're, you're really discovering something about yourself. I know it's it's like that thing where it's like, oh, like, oh, I. I didn't know that i was into this like why is this happening to me right now <laughs> it, it's it's just the you know it's just the look of like the you know kind of kind of you know brad pitt's look in uh that that uh troy you know oh the, yeah the, the sandals, sandals and sandals, sword yeah. you know it's kind of like that you know it's it's probably carryover from that you know all right all right but uh thank you you know yeah. I'm, I'm flattered to Way say to the least <laughs> uh, to be con compared to the beauty of gal gadot and in, in you know it's just it's just an honor um Thank you so much, and but uh, but uh, Colin, you know, uh, great great job as 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 Ares. I like your uh, melted scrap metal armor that you have going on. Yeah, th this helmet is is really heavy. It looks heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm starting to really have some problems with my shoulders and my neck. 
but uh, I'm gonna keep it on just because I'm I'm dedicated like that, and it it's it's part of the costume. And then like you're you know you also have lightning stick shooting out of your hands, which yeah, sorry about that, and I hope it's not causing too much interference with the recording, but I, I, I just have to like ex- exalt my powers and yeah, we'll see if any of this actually gets recorded. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. get it in post. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, Craig, Craig, your uh, Steve Trevor costume is just fantastic i'm i like how you've still incorporating in the scenery you're in the plane that he crashed in and you you've you've drug that into the studio here like it's it's missing its wings and everything but you're still strapped into the plane i know it's uh it's been pretty crazy actually like getting through doors has been really fun once again like I don't know why I always decide to go with these super cumbersome ones, but you know, I, I have this entire like props team and they do a fantastic job. I got to give them props. Uh, and that also might explain my sudden attraction to Dennis in his Wonder Man, in his Wonder Woman costume. Oh yeah, like, it's kind of like a little kind of, bit of a, a yeah, yeah. With the, the movie. yeah, the character yeah. and the real and the like the art and the person have started to meld into one, and I can't really tell like my character from myself anymore. <laughs> I'm going full on method. I think these costumes are starting to get into our id. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of that might be like the huge time and expense that we're devoting to this for oh, a yeah. audio podcast. Right. Yeah. I don't own <laughs> anything else except for yeah. these costumes, um, and people have stopped renting them out. So um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next one. This yeah. Th- this bit might be in danger, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this bit um, might be over. But <laughs> another another interesting tidbit about the movie was that that no man land scene that we've been like geeking out at the fuck about almost didn't happen really that almost didn't happen that was Um, the perfect transition of like incorporating world war one and like how badass like uh wonder woman was gonna be yeah and uh yeah patty jenkins like had to fight for it and essentially like had to um i can't remember the word but it's like when you like plot it out on storyboard yeah she had to storyboard the entire thing before they before it would get in the movie because she was like trying to explain how it's like like no this is like when she becomes wonder woman like this is the moment when like she like shoulders like that burden and when she like takes on that responsibility and like is Wonder Woman. That's amazing. She and had to fight for it. Yeah, I know. It's the best fucking yeah, well, scene in the movie. It's I the know. part where she's like, fuck the men that I'm following. They don't know dick. I'm going to do my own thing. And that's when the men start following her and she stops following them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that almost didn't happen. That's, and that's what I'm saying. We need more women like to do these things because like, I feel like the way that she, like, when I was reading it, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Like, how does like how does this how yeah. did, how would they ever like not that was make this moment. happen? Yeah. And I can totally see her just like sitting in front of a bunch of old dudes like in some studio and then or like in like you know production office and right. like her trying to explain this to them and they're being like, well, this doesn't like how does this work into the movie? And her just being like, no, like right, this, this is, is the most important. Yeah, scene. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it has to be. Unfortunately, it has to be incremental like this where where you yeah. have to you know. Have a Wonder Woman that's, you know, I, I was shocked that it was directed by a woman, you know, which sucks. To, that's a sucky thing for our times that, like, I'm shocked that a woman directed this movie, you know, to, like, to find out that a woman did. And I'm, I'm so fucking glad, of course, you know, like, a woman directed it, you know, like, I, I would have it no other way. Yeah. But, like, it, unfortunately, it's going to have to be incremental or else if they did it full blown, you know, woman production, woman writing, you know, all women, you know, uh. Uh, crew and everything um it wouldn't get off the ground 
unfortunately, because we still live in a men's society. I mean, shit, this is the year that we're celebrating 100 years of women being able to vote in this country. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking huge. Well, that's like, well, and here's the thing, too, is I feel like D.C., I hope they don't, like, go back on this. I really hope they move forward because I've already seen, like, they're doing, like, the, um, like, Gotham Sirens movie, which is going to be, um, like, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy, I think. Okay. And that one's going to be directed by a dude. And I'm like... This is like I can already see like this just being like a fanboy. Like this is gonna be a TNA. Just gonna, piece. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just yeah. like, we already saw Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, was, and that was just like, ugh. like yeah, her entire purpose there was to like was like for fucking like eat up screen. Yeah, neck beards to like deposit into her spank bank. Oh, like terrible. it was just like <laughs> there was way too much Harley Quinn, and she wasn't bad. I mean, but she was she, all right. But she doesn't like in terms of like the characters in that movie. Like she first of all like wasn't even necessary to the movie at all. No, like and she was like eighty percent of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's just because they figured out that like Margot Robbie is like the breakout star of what we have here. And true, because like, Will Smith so let's, is let's old, feature her as much horse, as possible. Right. But. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm like, I really want this. To, I do want this to move forward. I want to see more of this. And I'm like, DC, I hope that they take note from this and actually act on this instead of like just going back to whatever, you know, they've been doing in Fuck terms yeah. of like the whole dude bro thing. I'm like, let's, let's let's get some fucking women in there. I'm like, I'm ready for it. I'm so ready to see like just what happens. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I sure. It, it, I'm not saying that there's not going to be some bad ones because – but we have plenty of bad super movie hero movies that is, and those were all made by men. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's try the ladies, folks. So, so real quick, um, this is like some uh, some aftermath of the airing of uh, of Wonder Woman. This was received by Patty Jenkins by one of her producers, um, and this this wasn't written by her producers. This was written by someone else. But uh, I work at a kindergarten, and this is a collection of cute Wonder Woman related things that happened within a week of the movie being released. On Monday, a boy who was obsessed with Iron Man told me he had to ask his parents for a new Wonder Woman lunchbox. A girl said, when I grow up, I want to speak hundreds of languages like Diana. <laughs> um, it, I, I, there's a lot, so I'm just going to skip to a few of them. Uh, there is this one girl that refuses to listen to you unless you address her as Wonder Woman. My personal experience was I was walking, uh, I was walking home from my friend's house, and she lives right next to a movie theater. And Wonder Woman must have just gotten out because this little girl, she couldn't have been older than four, was with her parents, and she was fully dressed as Wonder Woman and, like, just gushing about the movie, you know? <laughs> and, like, that's fucking excellent, you yeah. know? Like, like I can't think of another time where little girls have had the same opportunities that little boys have been having, you know, forever. Like, yeah. I've, like that, like I've had that with, teen, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and fucking... Um, what else did I grow up with? Fucking, you know, GI Joe, GI Joe, Joe but you know. like just a million, things, a million I can't yeah. even know. <laughs> Pin one down. There's this is constantly in Indiana Jones, you know, Batman, there, there we go. Yeah, Batman, yeah. you know, fucking anything. There's going to be a dude that I want to be on the screen. And, but there's, there's never like a woman that like something that like, you know, as kick ass as like fucking Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is, you know? Yeah. Thank God this happened. I'm so glad that it's being as successful as it is. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, you're right. It's overhyped, you know, like, like to me, this falls in rank of like being a better version of the first Captain America, because it's kind of the yes. same yeah. same kind of feel and everything, but just done better. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's not like the the best comic book movie, but it's being hyped as that. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm glad it is because it's just there needs to be more of these movies. We need yeah. more women in things like this. Right. Um, let's touch briefly on uh, Captain Kirk's uh, ragtag band of uh, war misfits. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, these guys, I mean, I thought they were uh, meh 
kind of as, as yeah. characters. And they didn't really add much. They got like they a little had tropey at, yeah. at some yeah. points, and um, there was some there was some dialogue where I was kind of like, really? Like, they needed better writers. For well, like characters. it was like you know like when it was like um, Diana was talking with the uh, like the Native American character and <laughs> Chief. Yeah, she, yeah, because that's not offensive. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that was probably like a character in the actual probably. Comics. probably I don't remember the all that well. I'm not that like well versed in Wonder Woman um, or DC as a whole, but um, yeah. Or when he was like, "Oh yeah, like why are they fighting?" It's like, "Oh yeah, because they stole their lands." And it's like, "Oh well, like what about him?" He's like, "Oh yeah, he stole my land." And she's like, "She's like, okay, cool." Like I'm like, your whole thing is like like this whole like justice and equality like and it was it, it felt kind of like weird that they even like put that moment in no. and then just had her kind of dismiss it like that I, I i actually liked that movie and commented with my girlfriend after the movie uh about that and wish that there was more because it, it falls in line with what um uh captain kirk was like saying like throughout that it was like quit chasing aries men are inherently bad like it's like it's like men and men people are people like it's what you believe in, you know, and and like to to like when like yeah she kind of like I think she recognizes that whole thing where like Chief is like no the fucking white people took my land and like and I'm so glad they had it in there because it's like it, instead of just being like oh the chief is just gonna tag along with these guys and fight their war in Europe you know like it kind of fleshed out more of just like the ambiguity of good and evil in the world outside of the island of Mascara. Yeah, well I know I it, I'm not saying that it didn't do that. I just felt like it was kind of. The way that it, they did it was kind of like we were, the way we were talking about how they just imbue feminism into into this movie without necessarily having to like have like a tacked on line about it, you know, like the whole no man's land thing. They didn't have to go with oh I'm no man thing. Right. Like it was like they kind of went the other way with like every other minority character in this movie, where it was like the um, like the Middle Eastern guy was like oh yeah like I wasn't able to get in films because I was the wrong color. And then it was like the other guy was like, oh, yeah, well, they stole my land. And it was just kind of like, I don't know. It just felt like there was it just felt like it was like this kind of like nod and pass, but never really like I felt like they were like like wanted to do more with it. But it was like kind of like, OK, this movie's already 140 minutes. Exactly. Like, so I mean, like if, if they brought in the whole factor of like inherent racism on the planet, then like we would it would be a fucking three hour movie. In order well, to I, know. Correctly, <laughs> you know? I know, but that's why or like or like how the Scott is drunk all the time, like. That's fucked too. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's all. It's like I don't know. Like I don't even know. Like what the solution is. I don't know. Like what I would have rather have seen. But it just. It still just didn't sit right. Like it, it still it, just it felt like one weird part of the me. movie that doesn't quite click. Yeah, it just felt um, weird to me. I, I do love that we're just calling Chris Pine Captain Kirk now. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it as a joke, but then you just did it as well. So oh like, no, no, like. Dude, like, I like to pretend that he was playing Captain Kirk and then he, like, fell into, like, you know, like a fucking episode he, of like Star he's... Trek. Like, he oh, fell no, into, like, he, a he time rift. He got into, rift. like, a temporal yes. rift. And he ended up in World War Captain I. Captain Kirk back to World exactly. War I. Exactly. And, and then, he's... like, this whole thing is, like, him trying to get back to his present timeline. And <laughs> oh, so he's God. like, the way to do that is to blow up in a plane. And, like, <laughs> and oh, I happened to be Wonder the timeline. Woman, too. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I like to imagine that, like, his whole character was actually James T. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, and it could totally fit into oh, the, fuck yeah. the JJ versus Star Trek movies. <laughs> I kind of he meets up with Spock Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another like nitpicky thing again because I am a very detail oriented person, so I nitpick about things. Um, but the whole like love thing between them felt super fast. Like it was what, what two days within the movie, like before they were having sex. Um, I didn't like that they had sex. And then, I yeah, exactly. Was I was like, I was like but, two days, and then they're like having sex, and then um, at the end, it was like, 
I'm sorry, you've known this guy for two and a half days at this point. And sure, he did a very heroic thing blowing himself up in that plane. But when Antiope died in front of you, like, it was not as much of an emotional, like, 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 surge as it was when this guy you've known for two and a half days died. Like, that felt like, that was like, that that was another one where it just kind of felt off to me, where it was like, he, she's known this guy for two days, and like I said, he, it was a heroic thing that he did, but like, how are you, like, more torn up about him dying than she was, like, in that scene with Antiope? Like, she literally, like, was, like, kneeling down, kind of, like, gave, like, the, like, warrior kind of salute thing, and then, like, turned around and, like, started talking to Steve, like, in that scene. And, and it's even more of a contrast because there's the scene on the boat, which is so good, where he's, like, sleeping over on the side. And yes. She's like, Why don't you come lay down here and sleep next to me? And it's because she doesn't even think about the sexual thing of it. And he's, he's hung up on it. And she's like, what? Why, why is this weird? I don't understand. Yeah. And, and, like, that scene is so good. But then, yeah, it goes on to, like, oh, yeah, after two days, she completely falls in love with him. Uh, yeah it's it just yeah I, it felt rushed I, like i don't think like this movie needed a love story for one but two if they were gonna put a love story in let's like develop it better right yeah exactly i, I wish they kept that whole like when they save the village i wish they just like embellished on like them dancing more you know and like you know if if you want them to fuck or whatever then you could just assume that they did because that's like how <laughs> it was in movies before it's like when you see a couple dancing it's like oh they're screwing you know <laughs> that's the undertone um yeah i thought that was that was one grip that i had was just like they really didn't need her to fucking hook up with him you know or at least make their storyline longer so it makes more sense yeah um but i did love uh like the fight scenes just all of the all of the the action scenes i, I think yeah it had the snyder stank on it uh, I, was, I was gonna say with like kind of the exception of what craig was talking about in like that climax yeah, yeah. battle which yeah. is just all zack snydery and CGI. all of the ones like where she's no. fighting people yeah, were, like really cool. Like, yeah, when like, she, like I love the use of slow mo. Like, the, the scene where she takes out the sniper's nest and everything is so cool. Like, yeah, the, yep. The no man's land scene is like the best action sequence in the whole movie. I love like, the beginning with the Amazons just fucking destroying oh, yeah, all the, like, the dudes with yeah. bows and arrows. You yeah. know, like well, ah. and going back to that, that was the uh, that scene in that like reversal of like the like of Steve taking something that the Amazons did and using that in the battle later was like, I felt like that was like such a cool moment in like a movie of like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. Like these guys are like, or this guy's like, Oh yeah. Like let's do what those badass women did like back on the mascara. And it was, and it was God. Uh, yeah. This movie does so much really well. Like that, like as far as like the nitpicky things are like, they're minimal in terms of like how I actually feel about them, even though we're like talking about them like a little bit more extended. Like talking about them is like way more than how I actually felt about them right. because they like overall this movie did such a good job of like these little details of just making a really awesome movie that is like about equality and about, you know, just like fighting for what you believe in and about just like trying to be the best person you can be even like when you're faced with these like very difficult like things in your life like when you like you know like she could have just like given up after like you know seeing all those you know kids die and like that you know gas in that gas explosion but she's like no that just like steals her resolve like sure she like cries but then it's like all right like now it's time to get to work and like make the next move right so like things like that like this movie does a very good job of just overall just being a good Wonder Woman piece. Yep. 
no, it's a, it's a home run for what it was set out to do, and it, it did it well for like the first iteration. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with future Wonder Woman's. I hope there's going to be another one. You know, I hope it it's not just this and then Justice League, or at then... least that she'll have like a very significant role in Justice League. Right? Yeah, because yeah. she won't be drowned out. By, right. Because like, right now in the in, in the DCEU, she's my favorite character by far. You know? Oh yeah, right, oh, yeah, yeah. Like head and shoulders above like right. anything else in the like, DCEU. Yeah, I mean Superman is a wooden tree and Batman is grumbly. And that's yeah. all I remember from those, that movie. <laughs> well, I, I did like, as much as I hate the movie, I like Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. That I shocked like ben me. Affleck, yes. Like, as Batman, but I, I, I went mean, in like, thinking he, could, he couldn't save how bad the movie is, no, no, but, no. I, but I liked his performance. Yeah, no, he, he was he was a surprisingly good Batman. I thought he was going to be George Clooney bad, and uh, he wasn't. <laughs> um, one last thing, because we are, um, yeah, just about running out of time. Um, I'd like to talk about is the opening um, montage. Well, not montage. The opening exposition of like the storybook, like that whole animation, where it was like still frame but still moving. You know, and like uh, oh, her yeah. mom is like telling her the history of them and Ares and Zeus and everything. That was really cool. Where yeah, it was like it was. this painting, and it was like this moving painting, like telling a story, and. That was just really, really pretty and really They did cool. that in uh, Guardians a little bit, too. Like they that, did, That was they? a little bit of a, yeah. a kind of like that aesthetic was what they used in the storytelling for Ego. Right. And his, like, That's right. just ascent. Yeah. This is um, bad, But no, yeah. It, no, this is definitely a better, like, use of it because it was, like, like an actual, like, storybook. And so it, like, looked very artistic and yeah. it was, like, really cool. But, like, that was just kind of, like, yeah. It was kind of weird the way they did it in... Um, guardians but it was very well done it was well done in there as well that was just an awesome my one last little thing is do you guys think that uh when they get to the justice league that she's gonna have an invisible plane i hope not i think she'll actually just be able to fly because (laughs) most of the wonder woman like iterations she's just been able to fly right yeah the invisible plane is like (laughs) that's so cheesy that's as dumb as the character (laughs) dazzle i mean it is dumb it is so dumb. Uh, it always makes me think of a great joke on 30 Rock where Jack Donaghy is like in a meeting with some hip-hop producer over some business venture that they're in. And the hip-hop guy says, what color plane are you going to get, Jack? And he goes, clear, like Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, the uh, the opening credits, they went all Marvel on us with their... Uh, oh, with the... With their, like. Uh, the animation yeah their logo yeah the dc logo which which i like seeing because they stopped doing the good marvel logo and now the marvel logo is like clips from movies instead of doing the it's like a sizzle reel yeah it's a sizzle reel instead of doing the one that we liked which was the flipping comic pages yeah yeah like why'd they change it i don't don't know know. i don't know anyway Anyways. But I don't know if you guys ever watched Justice League, but it looks very much like the intro to Justice League, like the new DC like logo intro. Mm. It looks pretty cool. I was yeah, pretty excited about it. I was I was I just turned a little too old when Justice League came out, so I, I missed watching that whole series. Like uh I watched all of Superman and I really love that. I think I think I'm like the only fan of that su- of the Superman, of the animated, Superman series. animated series. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, it, it was first it was Batman, which is like the best. Of well, course. Batman the animated series is, is like, like one of the greatest legit. cartoons that like, right. has ever like been. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so great. It's so great. And um, well, actually, you know what? <laughs> Let's wrap up this episode and get into some uh, some recommendations. Some recommendations? Um, and so I'll, I'll kick it off by recommending Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, or if you have, 
go watch it. It's online. Yeah, um, if you haven't watched it since you were a kid, like seriously, go back. It. It, it holds it's up so well. I think the whole thing's on screen. Amazon. The whole thing's on it's Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah, it's it, on there's Prime. also a website. Um, it's a legitimate website. It's just like fucking ran by like a hamster wheel, so sometimes it crashes. But it's not like you know tons of ads or anything like that where they have all the episodes available. I forget the name of it. I found it by googling. Um, excellent, excellent soundtrack fucking excellent animation um i learned it the last time i was watching it that they actually um they in instead of drawing on white paper they animated everything on, on black. black paper yeah and um that's, that's just really that's part of what gave it the aesthetic that's what just makes oh. it so awesome yeah um it's just great uh i can't get over the the um classical music soundtrack it's yeah, just what just seals is, the deal the score is fantastic it, and and it, there's so much of it where there's like no dialogue it's just batman with scored against classical music and like it's just great. It's a beautiful thing, you know. It's great to put on when you get off of work. That's my recommendation. Cool. I will recommend uh, The Wicked and the Divine. It is a comic book series ongoing. It is uh, Image Comics, and it is about, uh, let's see, it's every 200 years, I think it is, um, like 12 gods are reincarnated into the bodies of teenagers and they die after two years and it's just about like what happens like in between like this current iteration happens in like modern day uh happens in the modern day so it's kind of like a modern mythology with all of these different characters from all different pantheons from like uh like japanese like amateurs um there's like uh morgan um and um odin it's it's yeah it's and it's and they're all like weird cool different like takes on them like in a modern world um man you're a balls deep in vikings i was gonna no no this is like all over the map though it's like it's everywhere it's like it's like egyptian gods it's japanese gods so you're just balls deep in mythology yeah exactly i just i've always always loved mythology like i used to read the encyclopedia like and like find every mythological like creature and story in the encyclopedia and read through it growing up so um yeah and yeah, I don't know what it is about modern mythology. Like Neil Gaiman just fucking gets me. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the wicked and the divine. Sweet. What you got, Colin? Uh, mine is uh, something I was into for a long time, but have just now revisited. It's a web series, uh, Cracked After Hours. Uh, a group of um, cracked writers who are all just people commenting on pop culture, like just getting together and doing these really funny commentaries like always centered around some question or disproving or proving they're like some crazy point they're, they're always so well thought out so well yep. argued and like so so funny they, they tackle a lot of fan theories and that's yeah of lots of stuff like that yeah. it, it's just a super fun thing like if you're into like fun discussions of pop culture that'll like make you kind of like flip around on something definitely check out the cracked after hours yeah the, their whole theory on uh um uh Back to the Future kind of blew my mind apart. Yeah. They have a recent one, which is like that all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies like exist within the same universe. Ooh. <laughs> and then, by the way, they go about proving it is so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll have to go back. It's been years since I've yeah, listened there's, to Yeah, there's some, some new ones. Sweet. So, That's good to uh, hear. I thought, they, I thought they quit. I heard I heard some shit happened that cracked them. No, there's, yeah. there's been some, some fairly recent ones. Dope. So. Awesome. Well, um, yeah. I guess that uh, wraps up our recommendations for and, and also, you know, our review. I didn't really wrap up our review of Wonder Woman. So if you're still listening to this and all of a sudden you're listening to recommendations, we also ended our review of Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, any any James Bond uh, relationships in this movie? Can Not you remember? That I'm aware of. Ooh, I'm surprised. Just call it, was... it James Bond relationships, I don't motherfucker. Know. James, James I don't Bond connection. You know what it's fucking called, I'm, bitch. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think David Thewlis is in a James Bond movie, but uh, I could. I'm surprised because yeah. you know there's some English actors and yeah, there's plenty of English actors, but uh, none that I know of in. Any James Bond movies. I'm, I'm sure if there was one that's going to come back to you and you're going to be like, God damn it. Yeah, if, there, if, if, if I come to one, I'll, I'll hit it in corrections and omissions at some point. Alrighty. Um, well, we don't have really any corrections and omissions from the last thing we did, which is a movie we made up. So, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a lot of fun. I had a lot, that of, fun was a lot of fun doing that. Expect to hear more of those after we finish um, our proper blocks. And, uh, oh, hey, by the way, our next block is going to be comedies. Um, expect to uh, watch actually just go ahead and watch um, Super Troopers it's going to be the next movie we review it's my pick for our comedy block um, what movies are you guys going to pick for that uh, just so we can line up our listeners on watching some movies um, Colin yeah uh, I'm going to be doing Stanley Kubrick's uh, Dr. Strangelove or oh, yeah. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb mm, that's a good one Peter Sellers like out of this world performance it's, by Peter Sellers. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very well done. Um, um, I was thinking about doing Black Dynamite mostly because I I, I haven't seen it and I feel please do Black Dynamite. <laughs> please do Black Dynamite. Oh my god, that um, movie is amazing, and I just want to watch it again. So, <laughs> uh, so tentatively Black Dynamite, unless I'm like find something where I'm like, oh my god, I have to do this one. But right tentatively on. looking at Black Dynamite. Yeah, yeah and I believe Julie is going to be coming back. For the comedy block to talk about some like it hot that's right yes Ooh. julie is coming back um yes good excellent grand and hopefully we can sneak in another um uh guest to bring in young frankenstein because i really want to do that one too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there might be another comedy block very soon guys <laughs> anyways uh thank you for listening to our review of wonder woman and um join us next week for super troopers um, you guys got anything else you'd like to add on before we sign off? Uh, no, I mean, nope. As always, shout out to the Movie Pod Squad. Hashtag Movie Pod Squad uh, is how you can get a hold of them on Twitter, the Twitter. You can follow our podcast on Twitter, 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 Twitter. Um, we're on Twitter as well as Twitter. Yeah, it's it's new Twitter. You're it's Twitter. <laughs> you can follow us at i w y t w t. You can follow me on Twitter at the D Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And you can um, join us for some movie discussion on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash IWYTWT. And hey, you can listen to all of our backlog of all of our episodes. It'll be found on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash IWYTWT. And um, oh, please, please, please write us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or. Anywhere that you can find our podcast and listen to it, and it's like, write us a review. Click on that shit. Give us five stars. Write us a review. And while you're at it, tell other people about our podcast. If you like us and are listening to us, and you know someone else that likes movies and is kind of nerdy, tell them about us. It's a great way to grow an audience. Actually, the best way. Anyways, thanks again, and uh, join us next week for our first iteration of our comedy block. Super Tunes. We'll be back now. <laughs> <laughs>
the Wonder Woman theme song is written, arranged, and composed by Rupert Gregson Williams. <laughs> 